Welcome back to The Drive Home with Timothy. My name's Dustin. Thanks for being here. So we're going to tell a story today about a guy named Mark H. And I don't know what the H stands for. In fact, I don't, I doubt that his real name is Mark. So it's a story. Before we get too far into the story, I got to tell you that Mark H. is apparently a, a fine, upstanding, reliable, reasonable man who was interviewed by the Harvard, it's like the Harvard Examiner or something. He was he was interviewed repeatedly at Harvard for the story of what happened to him, and they changed his name to protect his privacy. But the only reason they would do that is, number one, if they're worried that people are going to find him on social media and bully him, or number two, if maybe Mark H. is actually Mark Hamill, uh, the guy that played Luke Skywalker, um... And so I'm I'm now operating under the assumption that this is Luke Skywalker being interviewed by Harvard and and it would make sense with the story because the the story of Mark H I'm just going to call him Mark Hamill the story of Mark Hamill is um, he's asleep in his bed and he is suddenly awoken by a loud noise awoken or awakened I don't know he's suddenly awoken by a loud like buzzing noise and a flashing light and he can feel this electric tingling just sort of vibrating through his entire body. This is the middle of the night, wakes up from a dead sleep feeling this and when he opens his eyes, he looks around his bed and he sees that he is surrounded by non-human figures that he assumes to be aliens based on their appearance um, he is as surprised and terrified as any of us would be. Again, I'm going to pause for a second and say he was interviewed by Harvard repeatedly about his story and they hypnotized him so that, that he could tell his, so that he would tell his story. Honestly, I guess if you hypnotize people, they can't lie. I don't really know how it works, but they wanted to know what really happened because he was reputable enough that, that this was sort of alarming. So, um, these non-human figures essentially took Mark Hamill and moved him through his open bedroom window into a UFO of some sort and took him to what he described as a medical examination facility where he was examined medically. And the culmination of the experience was that, if you have children listening, please turn this off, <laughs> that the aliens then had sex with him. So... Um, once all of this was done, then they returned him unharmed back to his bed where he fell back asleep. He woke back up the next morning and recalled all of this very vividly. Um, he apparently described in great detail the sights and sounds and sensations and everything that he had experienced. And for me, you have to discredit this in initially, at least the, the story that it happened sort of the way that he said, I'm, I'm not doubting that he thinks it happened the way it did. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know Mark Hamill very well. I've just seen some of his movies, but he, the, the fact that the whole thing seemed to be about sex seems a little bit too convenient for me because I don't think that's how we treat new species, right? Like if you go to the rainforest and they're like, Hey, we found a new type of parakeet, the scientist who finds it does not immediately turn on some jazz music and turn the lights down. Like, that's not how it works. And so it seems a little bit convenient 
for, for Mark Hamill to be like, listen, I like to put on a good show. I do a, I do a good job at what I do. And maybe he does. I don't know. But, may, but I mean, maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe he's so good at what he does, whatever it is that he does, that word got out. And on Saturn, they heard about it. And they're like, oh, Mark Hamill knows what's up. Everybody hop in the UFO. I call shotgun. We're going to Mark Hamill's house and we're going to have a Friday night. I just don't think it just seems like that's a that's one way to brag about yourself in an extreme way to be like, listen, even the aliens want some of this. So why don't you? Um, but there is a better explanation, which is something called I'm not making this up exploding head syndrome and exploding head syndrome is a neurological sort of sleep disorder what happens is when you go to sleep your brain part of your brain stays awake but a lot of the key things that you use in your brain they turn off and they gradually turn off as you're going deeper and deeper into sleep What happens with exploding brain syndrome is that there's a delay in when certain parts of your brain turn off. And for most people, it's the the sound center and also the vision center and maybe also even the sensation center. I don't even know if these are real places in the brain. But the parts of your brain that deal with what you hear, what you see, and what you feel might turn off more slowly. But the part of your brain that paralyzes your body and starts dreaming, that part stays that part uh continues to happen like so what happens is you start dreaming but and you're paralyzed and also the things that you see and the things that you hear and feel in your dream those are real to you in a way that when you later wake up they are absolutely real and they think that this might be what happened to Mark Hamill that he had a dream about an alien abduction but because his his eyes seem to have seen it, his ears seem to have heard it, and his body seemed to have actually felt the sensations that he woke up believing that it was not in fact a dream, but that the aliens had taken him on a first date and that he gave it up on the first date. So, But it, the reason it's called exploding head syndrome, which is probably the coolest name for a disease anywhere, is because a lot of people experience this differently. They will just hear loud sounds the first time this was ever described it was like it was like 400 years ago um in fact it was a philosopher it was um i think it was descartes was descartes the guy who said to be or not to be whoever whoever it was that said to be or not to be that is the question which that doesn't make any like i don't know why we're celebrating that guy all this time later but whoever it was that said that they think that he actually had this and he had these visions and dreams where he felt like he was getting communication from another realm and they were instructing his philosophy and his writings and he talked about these loud noises and these flashes of light that he would have in these dreams and maybe looking back it might just be that he had exploding head syndrome and his head was blown up every night and that that's actually what drove these dreams home to him um but I don't know, might, might be the case, might not. There were also, there have been a lot of patients throughout history that, that going back and like historically analyzing the, the physician notes um, from different places, like in, in um, 
I think this one was in the U.S., a guy named Dr. Silas Weir Mitchell. He had a couple of patients who said that when they were asleep, they would be awakened by loud bells or gunshots. There are people who, who swear that they can hear bombs exploding next to their heads. Um, people say there's a sudden crescendo of noise. There are jarring explosions that have bright visual uh, flashes and that it's extremely unnerving. And these people will wake up thinking that they are in the center of a war or some other awful thing and they're in a quiet bedroom. So there's sort of a burst of neural activity in the brain in these little centers that are still awake and that convinces you that what you're hearing or seeing or feeling is actually real. And they think that this might actually be the most likely cause for a lot of alien abduction stories and for a lot of demon Stories, people who are like, I woke up in the middle of the night and I opened my eyes and there was a winged demon on the ceiling and it was threatening to kill me and all that other stuff. And it, you might just be having a dream, but because you hear and see it so vividly, you think that it's real. So the reason I wanted to talk about this today um, is because right now, as I'm recording this, this morning, the news came out that Donald Trump has COVID-19. And I know there are a lot of punchlines that go with that. If you are not a Trump supporter, I don't consider myself a Trump supporter, although I certainly don't wish any ill for him or his family. And I know a lot of you are probably in the same boat, but I know that for people who feel like he's mishandled the virus and all that stuff, there are some jokes to be made there. I have no energy to make any COVID jokes. I'm so sick of this damn virus. I wish it would just go away and leave us all alone and we could just sort of go back to how it was when life was just hard, but not this hard. Um, I also think I, Trump, he's saying, they're saying that he has mild symptoms. I don't think it's going to be a huge deal for him. Uh, most people who get it have no symptoms or mild symptoms. Most people, um, who get severe symptoms, even they don't have to go to the hospital. And most people that go to the hospital still survive. So those of you who are um, hoping in a sinister way that something awful happens and makes this, this is already the weirdest, worst, ugliest election we have ever had. And if now half of the country is hoping that one of the candidates dies before November, um, I think the gates of hell will just swallow us all up if anything even weirder happens. So let's all just calm down for a minute. But Donald Trump, even with COVID, is not the least healthy candidate right now. <laughs> right? Donald Trump would have to also have um, AIDS and tuberculosis and sprain both of his ankles in order to be the, the least healthy candidate. It's not that Trump is healthy. Maybe he's not. I don't know. But... Uh, Joe Biden, I think Joe Biden died 12 years ago on the campaign trail for the 2008 election. And they've just been wheeling that guy around weekend at Bernie's style. And they lean him up against the podium and let him talk or stand him up next to a campaign poster with two people with their arms around. It's, it's the, the focus here was on a day that COVID, COVID has not gone away from our conversation and our focus and it affects everything we're doing. We're wearing masks all over the place and we finally had to start washing our hands. Um, on a day that COVID came crashing through in a new way to tell us that the president of the United States and his wife have the disease, I thought, let's talk about something else. Let's find a more exciting 
disease that gives us alien abductions and demonic possessions and makes Mark Hamill into an actual Star Wars character. And so I give you exploding head syndrome. Have a great weekend. I love you all.